This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Okay, Chris, that is going to be one of the weirdest hangouts for anybody else but you. Really? Yeah. Well, I, I don't – I'm very nervous when it comes to, like, meeting new people, but I'm, I'm super excited for it. Bus fam, Chris is uh, hanging out with a stranger, mm-hmm. and they are going to a funeral home yep. to hang out in the – Attic. Attic. Just going to go see if they have any goods up there. Um, You're welcome to join. Mm. I don't want to <laughs> die. Jordan Silver and Friends, 69 on 96.5 The Buzz. I mean, maybe it's just that I'm jealous because I keep writing these people on Craigslist to be their friends and they won't hang out with me. And you found someone, Chris, that does want to hang well, out with Well, I think you. you need to find someone with more common interests, not someone who's looking for some more meat for their Wednesday. <laughs> they had a salad and they were looking for meat. And I just wanted to help them through their vegetarianism. They were getting the meat sweats, probably, or whatever. Gross. <laughs> and well, the correct contents, that's disgusting. Context. But it's not that strange to go meet new people. Even though they're possibly you don't know them, they're strangers. Isn't that what everybody does when they go on a first date, basically? Mm-hmm. Most first dates, probably, if you don't know the person before. Yeah, I guess. See? Especially like a Tinder date. Yeah. Or on the show Love is Blind, where they get married God. three days after meeting. That show is like rising in popularity here in Kansas City. Everyone is messaging me about it. Isn't that your dream, though? What? Getting married after the third date. I don't even need three, girl. Music. World. Local. And unofficial holiday. Digging deep into history, because we're all a bunch of nerds, and bringing you on This Day in History with Jordan Silver and Friends. While we're waiting for the Kansas City Star to update their archives, I've been using the Kansas City Kansan for, on this day 100 years ago, in Kansas City history. I'm going to be honest with you, nothing happened. I ain't wasting your time. Did this day even even exist back then? It did, but really nothing happened worth even bothering anybody's time. Oh. People are still trying to get booze and they can't. Yeah. They can, but that's basically it. (laughs) That's basically it. So let's uh, kick it off, Chris, with what happened on this day in 2012. Trayvon Martin shot and killed in Florida. Here's his mother. I chose to live, number one. I chose to move to my next chapter. Um, because if my son had died and I had died also and I was just walking around the earth not doing anything, then I would be dead too. 
You know, I look on four different websites to collect a good idea of what happened on this day in history. Out of those four websites, only one of them had this as an incident and a day in history. Really? Yeah. And it was Wikipedia. Hmm. And the other one is supposed to be, one of the other ones is supposed to be like the biggest place to get on this day in history information. So I was very disappointed with that. But music history, you got something on this day in 2001. Yeah, Daft Punk's second album, Discovery, is released. And here's them talking about themselves. For us, the important thing and what we consider to be success is being able to to enjoy ourselves and have fun doing music and making music. And But the success in itself is really more about trying to do something or trying to have fun and, and trying to make the music you want to and, and, and succeeding and being happy with that. Do you guys like Daft Punk? No. Do you guys like what the hell was going on in the background, that guy talking? Also, did he just say the same thing 15 times? That's how their music is, too. Right? Mm-hmm. That's why they're five-minute songs. I'm like, come on, you could have cut this down to two. Around the world, around the uh, world, around the world, around the world. But no, hey, they're happy even. making music. That's true. That's true. That's the only thing they care about. On this day in 1998, a Texas man tried suing Oprah for the price drop in beef after she talks about mad cow disease. Here's her after she won that verdict. I, what My reaction is that uh, free speech not only lives, it rocks. This has been a very difficult and stressful time. Uh, I feel like um, from the beginning we realized that we had done nothing wrong. I've got... I, do, I went real deep into this one mm-hmm. because it was... I thought it was so weird, but then I realized that it's incredibly interesting. So... What happened was on her show, Oprah made, quote, disparaging comments about beef in relation to mad cow disease. She was talking with a guest on her show, and she did that. That's funny. (laughs) Beef, whatever. Weird. But in Texas, they have a liable suit called false disparagement of perishable food products. What? So... What you can't do with that in Texas or anything broadcasting to Texas is use non-facts to talk food that people, like farmers, that's their whole life to grow. Do you know what I mean? That's interesting. So Hmm. Oprah did win, but because of this, a bunch of different states that have farmers and, and live off of the agricultural idea of having something perishable that you're working on for food, uh, they picked up this law. You can't badmouth food. You can't bad. You can't use non-facts. Non-facts. If there's non-facts. a fact, if it's a fact, you know, if, I don't know, some plane drove by and, and dropped all this chemicals on your, you can say that because that's a fact, but you can't make up stuff Okay. to talk about perishable foods to help those farmers whose lives are what grows and how. Like if you say this beef will kill you. You can't say that. Right. Yeah. It, I I really like that. I know. Because nobody's going to do the research. You know, people who are listening to Oprah are like, oh, my God, Mac, how does he? I'm never eating beef again without doing any research of their own and then totally kills a whole section of livelihood. Yeah. And technically, 10% of beef sales went down after that show. I'm sure. So it does prove, you know, when you have a platform, you got to be careful about what you say. Mm. I know that she won that, but... Well, Oprah has a lot of money, and she can pay for the good lawyers. Yeah, that's true. going Going to court has nothing to do with who's right or wrong. It's about who has more money. On this day in 1993, the World Trade Center basement was bombed 
And I've got probably one of the most chilling interviews with a firefighter I've ever found in my life. If there's somebody trapped out there, what must they be going through right now? Panic, um, a feeling of um, total isolation, uh, the, the forgottenness. The world has just forgotten them and they're all on their own. <sighs> On this day, 1993, the World Trade Center basement is bombed. And because of that, and the whole thing didn't go down, that's why they thought that, that's why they were so surprised when the planes hit 9-11. Mm-hmm. And it actually did crumble. Both of them. Do you think the 93 bombing was a test? I am, it's too early, and I am not <laughs> drunk enough for conspiracy theories. Let's keep going. On this day in 1979... The last total eclipse of the sun for the 20th century is in the United States. Can you sing total eclipse of the heart but change it to sun? Turn around. Bright. No, all right, fine. Wow. The next total eclipse of the sun, April 8th, 2024. 2020. So it's almost like once in a lifetime, Ooh. you know? Well. Depends on how well you eat. Okay, I was That's like, true. wait. It was on this day in 1979 to 2024? No, 30 years ago. No, 50-something years ago. 54 years. Stace. That's what I said. The 90s was not 10 years ago. <sighs> it feels like That it. seems weird. Right. And on this day in 1962, the U.S. Supreme Court disallows race separation on public transportation. We're about to hit up a bunch of things that uh, involve race, so let's keep going. On this day in 1955, white artists are, quote, covering... Black artist songs, note for note, doing better on the charts. And black artist Laverne Baker asks Congress to revise an old copyright law that lets them get away with this, and they don't. Of course. Yep. Artists of color write and record these songs. White artists find them, record them note for note, and it does better on the charts because this is the 50s and this is awful. Hound Dog by Elvis, not his song. Louie Louie. You know that song, Louie Louie? That, not the Kingsman song. And I Shot the Sheriff. I think we kind of know that one. Bob Marley and then Eric Clapton covered it. We found a list of 10 of these songs where the white artist did way better. And then you can hear the original version of it, too. We're going to see if we can put that together for later in the show. Mm -hmm. On this day in 1954, Congress proposes a bill forbidding, quote, obscene, lewd, or filthy music. This is to combat the new popularity of, quote, black music. The bill fails. Thank God. It's the 50s. It's the 50s. The best and worst times of our life. Yeah, pretty much the worst. Worst. We we tried to cover it over to make it look nice, Mm -hmm. all black and white and Pleasantville, but it was not. But the poodle skirts. That's such a white thing for you to say. (laughs) Move on, please. On this day in 1945, in the United States... A nationwide midnight curfew went into effect. Yeah. Yeah, they did this. Well, it was the first and last one ever in the United States. Some cities and states do it for different reasons, but for a nationwide curfew, uh, it was the next big thing historically that the government did to piss people off since Prohibition, like 20 years mm. twenty years before that. How long did it last? One day. Really? Nice. Mm-hmm. And it was supposed to be to conserve fuel for the war. Get the war going on? Isn't the war almost over? We're in 45. Yeah, it is. But <laughs> theories were that the government wanted people to stop spending money at night for fun and invest in war bonds. Whoa. Again, another conspiracy theory. We don't know the truth of that, but... It sounds it sounds pretty plausible, though. Mm-hmm. 
On this day in 1929, my favorite president, Calvin Coolidge, establishes Grand Teton National Park in Wyoming. Grand Teton National Park contains approximately 150 square miles of lakes, rivers, canyons, glaciers, forests, and majestic mountains. Excellent roads and trails make it possible to visit major points of interest and to reach the various dude ranches, resorts, and lodges clustered outside the park. My friend visited this, and she has a photo on Instagram of her with a set of binoculars looking out at the mountains, and all the caption says is, Wow! Those are some Grand Tetons. <laughs> I think of that photo every day. I think she took that trip in 2012. That's the reason to put this in here. Wow. <laughs> some Grand Tetons. Tetons. <laughs> oh, my God. On this day in 1914, the Britannic, sister to the Titanic, is launched in Belfast. I'll never let go. It was made into a warship, and then it sunk. Thank you. Well, well, joining its sister. Mm. On this day in 1909, Kinemacolor, the first successful color motion picture process, is first shown to the general public in London. Well, that's crap, because I thought that color was invented in the middle of The Wizard of Oz. That was Technicolor. No, I just mean color in, color in general. In general. Oh, in like, general. The, like the whole in world life. in yes. real life no. was black and white. A sweeping wave of all of a sudden, then in the middle when she opens that door and goes into... Yeah, I thought my childhood that color's only been existed for Since 70 the years. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. hmm. Did you talk to Miss B about... I did. Okay, we'll talk about that a little bit later. Okay. All right. On this day in 1863, Abraham Lincoln signs the National Currency Act which establishes a single national currency instead of each state's having their own. Thank you for that, Mr. Lincoln. And on this day. Yeah, unofficial holiday. Sorry. We usually do the Kansas City, Kansas in here, but nothing happened. Nothing happened. Not wasting your time, BuzzFam. So we'll move right on to unofficial holidays. I would love to partake in this. It is personal chef day. Mm. Would you like to be a chef or would you like to have one? Both, actually. Because I do love to cook, but there are times when it's like, can you make me something? I feel like every photo that you've ever sent us of you bragging about your cooking skills is chicken nuggets, and then you do something silly with the ranch to make it look like you got it at... I'm a good cook. Uh Uh-huh. Nobody's nobody's saying that. Nobody's saying anything against it. On this day, on unofficial holidays, it is pink day. So you guys know why it's pink day today? Mm -mm. It was to, so it was started in 2007 by these high school kids in Nova Scotia because they saw a ninth grader getting bullied uh, for wearing a pink polo shirt on his first day of school. So now everybody on this day wears a pink shirt, regardless of gender, to stand up for that little kid. Damn it. All right. Somebody give me pink eye. Okay. I'll celebrate. I'm on it. Would you settle for a black eye? No, it is pink day. When it is black day, then you can punch me in the eye. Oh, y'all heard it. Shoot. Finally, Levi Strauss day. Put on those old 501s. Some of them are worth a lot of money. We were seeing them on like uh, uh, American Pickers and stuff. Yeah, if you get like the E with either the capital E, it's worth like $7,000 for a pair of denim. A pair of jeans. Stace, how do you feel about that? It's ridiculous. My jeans are worth about three dollars new so yeah i've been wearing the same jeans since like the, the dawn of time 
Maybe I won't hit the button there, Stace. What else I, you got to say? Go with it, Stace. Um, you're old. Keep going. And you smell. Keep going. And can you hear me pissed off? <laughs> you never know when that info will come in handy. Like maybe for your pub quiz night. That was On This Day in History with Jordan Silver and friends on the bus. The only time that we, that we ever feel really happy to talk about our weight on the air right? stays is when we're losing it. <laughs> Just getting rid of it and shedding it. Yeah. You have been doing so well. Thank you. What do you add now, lost-wise? Uh, total 45, but since I've started the program, um, 40. What is that equal to? That is equal to, you know those uh, in an office, mm-hmm. the bottles of water, like the Colligan man? Mm-hmm. One of those bottles of water. The water cooler. Those Holy things are moly. heavy. Like the water part of the cooler. Yeah. Stace, Amazing. Stace, if you're not telling me in ladders and things from your garage, <laughs> I don't understand. I can't com- I can't compute. I think how much a you've cinder lost. block is 30 pounds, so it's a cinder block and a half. Ooh, that's a lot. You lost a cinder block and a half. Those things are heavy, too. You've been doing this for how long? Three months. Awesome. Um, yeah, three months and like six days. That's great. Yeah. I'm on week one with Slim for Life. I've lost 5.6 yeah, pounds. Yeah, I know. Probably even more than that because I, like, I was weighed on Monday. Um, but I can't believe how much better you feel just by eating better. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. That's all you have to do. It really is. You can lose weight from eating better. And so we've been talking about this, and uh, I'm going to go film something today. Like an actual thing with an actual place and like actual people, like a a thing. Oh, okay. Not just my own personal cell phone and and Chris (laughs) somewhere weird. Yeah, the ring light. No, like a real professional thing. And it's just funny because I started last week and I'm like, okay, this is great that we're going to do this and promote this and that sounds amazing. But like maybe we could have waited a couple weeks to film this. I just started. Camera adds 15 pounds. I haven't lost 15 pounds yet. So I'm going to look heavier than when I started on camera. But you're going to look, instead of looking, 20 pounds, you're going to be just, you know, 15 pounds. You're instead of, does that make sense to you? No. No. Because mathematically. But you're like if five the camera pounds adds down. 50, yeah, right. So I'm going to look 10 pounds heavier than I looked yeah, before oh, I started this. That's Damn what it. I meant. Jordan Silver and Friends News on 96.5 The Buzz. I don't want to be known as a weather person, but Saturday it looks like it's going to be 63. Sunday 65! Oh, shorts time this weekend. <laughs> Cannot wait for that. Chris? Looks like my flip-flops are coming back out. Oh, no. That's the only downside <laughs> to it being a warm weekend. Chris, let's uh, get that image of you and your flip-flops out of our head right. by telling us what's going on in the news. Netflix is adding a daily top 10 list so we can see actively what everybody of our peers are watching before they were very private about their data. Well, on Monday, the first day that it was implemented, I've lost faith in humanity for what the number one show is. Love is blind, right? Am I wrong? It's love is blind. Correct. That's what I watch. We're all addicted. Nobody likes it. Nobody likes to watch (laughs) it. Everybody that I know that watches it religiously is like, I hate myself for watching this, but I cannot stop. Love is blind. New episodes drop on Thursday. Oh, God. That's why people are addicted to heroin. What? The world's oldest living man has died. Oh. Couldn't have set that up a little differently for us? Just to... Okay. I'm going to pronounce his name. Oh, God. I'm going to try to. Where's he from? China. Hmm. Chit. Pet. 
two, one. <laughs> no, Good one job, B. Chris. Good job, Chris. Uh, yes, so this gentleman, how he, old? He was 112, oh actually in Japan. He was born March 5th, 1907. Wow. Before so the close. Titanic was even built. Wow. He said the secret to a long life? Yes. Not to get angry and to keep a smile on your face. Stacey, you're going to die next week. I'm surprised I've made it this long. What else is going on in the news? The Porch Pirates are at it again. Where? This, this time in Raytown. But luckily, they were able to get footage of the thief. I'm not sure if you can get mad about this. It was a dog. <laughs> the package had cat food in it. The dog sniffed it out, tore it apart, and took the cat food. Um, like, can, you, can you get mad at that? No, that's my favorite story of the year. Write it down. <laughs> Favorite story of the year. Jordan Silver on the bus. We all have our little quirks and ways that we're hard on ourselves. So I asked you guys off air, what are some ways that, or some ways, some like stupid ways that you're hard on yourself? You know, those moments where you're sitting there and you do something, you're like, oh my God, why was I born? Why was I born? Oh yeah, I've got one. What? When I put toaster strudels into the toaster and when it's done, instead of popping up, they get stuck on the side and I've got to go in to like pop them out. I feel like a failure. Isn't that the toaster's fault? Well, I should have prepared it better. Uh, I, I, I put see, it yes. on me. Yes, I understand. Because mine I did this morning pulling into the parking lot here. What's that? I used my turn signal when I really didn't oh. need to do oh. that. Right? Why are you even existing in this world? I know. I used my turn signal to pull into the parking lot and then pull into the parking space. Nobody's here. <sighs> I feel so stupid. Why was I born? But that's a good habit to get in. Not when... Mm. Not when people are in, <laughs> people are in the parking lot, and you're like, "Oh, I look so stupid in front of Johnny Dare now. <laughs> He's gonna think I'm an idiot or not cool, and that's worse." Mm. Uh, mine is when I um, clean my glasses, and then when I put them back on my face, I smudge them immediately. <sighs> yes, yeah, so you're like, "Why was I born?" Why? So ridiculous. Or when I'm making coffee and I somehow miss the giant hole. That you're supposed to put the coffee in? The ground? The ground? Yeah, yeah. And then you just pour it on the counter co- countertop? Absolutely. How about when you make your bed and you put the sheet on and it's sideways and you got to redo it? Oh, why were we born? Ugh. Always. The, the, the first part of making a bed is putting the fitted sheet on the wrong way. But then you do it like three more times. You're still not getting it right. Mm-hmm. That, and then you just deal without, you just go without a, a sheet. That might be the... And set it on fire. Absolute... Most, most, the best example of feeling stupid about stuff and giving yourself a hard time. It's like hashtag throwback Thursday, except way, way, way more embarrassing. This is mortified. All right. Like I said earlier, if you want to fix a problem, you got to go to the beginning, figure out where it comes from, and then work from there, as opposed to what they do on Love is Blind on Netflix, and they just decide to date somebody else other than their type, and then they spend the rest of the show complaining about them. God. And talking about the difference in their ages. You haven't watched the show yet. So, we know that I am unlucky in love, and I would like to, with you guys, get to the bottom of why this is happening. And so I figured, let's start at the beginning with my first love. Mm-hmm. First person I've ever really, really, really fell in love with. This is uh, in North Carolina, fall of 2002. We were 20 years old, lived in the same complex. She lived with her ex-girlfriend. I had a bedroom that looked right into her whole entire apartment, which at one point I boarded up because it was one of those relationships. But I would like to play Count the Red Flags, why this relationship 
was doomed to fail. So, Chris, you are going to be reading the questions from this cute little All About Us mm-hmm. book that we filled out together. Stacy, you're going to be my ex-girlfriend, and I'm going to be me. And so we are dating while we're filling this out, okay? Just, uh, okay. I think that's all you need to know. Uh, Chris, would you read the first question from the All About Me book for Mortified today? What is your sign? Gemini. Taurus. Who or what has had the greatest influence on your life? Music. The horrible things that have happened to me in my past. <laughs> One red flag. Those. Yeah, that you might want to start counting. Red flags. The horrible things that have happened to me in my past mm-hmm. have been the greatest influence on my life. And I'm just okay. like, music. Keep going. Your profession. Starving musician slash grocery store monkey. Barista. No red flags there. When did you meet? May of 2000. April 2000. All right. So there's another red flag. We uh, <laughs> we don't know when we met. We d- It's just an estimation, I'm assuming. Yeah, but still. Hmm. We, yeah. I mean, we didn't have Facebook or anything back then, so we couldn't be like, just met the hottest girl ever and gone back and found out the dates. This is um, We are reading this book, something from this book that I filled out with my very first love uh, about our relationship. It's called All About Us, and let's continue. Where did you meet? The bathroom at Visions, which is the gay bar in North Carolina, standing in front of the mirror. Same. Okay, so at least we know that we met the same place. We have the same moment. Yes. Okay. All right. How did you meet? I asked her in hysterics, how do you start talking to the most beautiful girl you've ever seen in your entire life? And she responded with the widest eyes and just said, hi, just say hi. So then I say, hi, thanks. And I went out and started talking to somebody else, a blonde girl. Yeah. Not awkward. That's right. Yeah, that's how we met. Yeah. That's, that's how right. we met. That's why, that's why we met in 2000, but we didn't start dating until 2002. Because I was not talking about her, but she thought I was talking about her. Awful, 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 oh. awful, awful. Yeah. Okay. She thought I was talking about her. Just say hi. Oh, hi. Boom. Out to a blonde girl. Wow. Ooh. Okay. All that right. took a turn at it. Real- this holy moly. All right. So that may be a red flag on your part. Yes, she's not the only one with problems okay, here. Okay, all right. You want to count the red so, flags in either yeah, you might corner? Wanna, mm-hmm. All right, her or me. She's got two. I've got one. Got okay. That's why we were perfect together. Right, right. Before spending your first night together, what was your biggest concern? My breath. <laughs> Being caught by my girlfriend. Red so flag? She or, was, red flag on her. She was in a relationship. Yeah. And she, you guys did spend the night together? Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Red flag. Okay. Red flag on her. Yeah. Okay. What problem of your partner's did you think you could solve when you first met? To help you like yourself more. To fix the damage your ex-girlfriend did to you. That's a real 20-year-old thing (laughs) to say, isn't it? The fact that you think you can fix someone. That's so cute. Yeah, I know, right? 20 years old. You have no idea. You can't fix them. Here, let's, let's just tell the kids right now. You can't fix them. Never. It will never happen. They got to fix themselves. Just walk away. Walk away. What is the best thing about being a woman? There's only one answer here, and it is the prerogative to have a little fun. 
Put that down as a red flag me. on you. <laughs> Damn it! Fine! Knowing my Shania Twain, whatever. Hmm. What do you find most physically appealing about your partner? <laughs> your boobs. <laughs> uh, your style. Mm, is that a red flag? No red flags there. No, she's a good-looking person. Who is the sexiest person in the world? That girl from Blue Crush, which just came out when I was filling this out. I love surfer girls. Wow. Yes, she literally writes, wow. <laughs> Sorry. We are reading uh, from this book that me and my first girlfriend filled out of questions about our relationship. Chris is asking the question. Stacy is playing my ex-girlfriend and I am playing me. Should that be a red flag? That you did not say that the sexiest person in the world was her in a book about you guys? There we go. Thank you. Especially because she had dark hair and the Blue Crush girl was blonde. Yeah, they looked nothing alike. They looked nothing alike. Yeah, her response was accurate. Go. Fine. Two habits that drive you crazy about the other person. When she's late and blows off plans. Oh my God, this is so, makes sense. Putting off, or putting our business out on live journal and looking at blonde girls when we're together. Jordan, put five check marks no, on, on you. Come on, come on. She was dating someone else when we hooked up for the first time. How is, continue. Your favorite thing in your refrigerator. Hot dogs. <laughs> What's so funny about that? <laughs> Green olives. Are you just always a child? <laughs> yes, I've never grown up. Okay. Keep reading from this book that my first girlfriend and I um, filled out, and it is kind of showing me now why no one dates me. Go ahead. What is the proven cure for heartbreak? Death. We were 20. I was 20. Um, finding someone else. All right, who's the red flag there? That's her, for Thank sure. Thank you. Boom. Because you, that's romantic. Thank you. What is this, Romeo and Juliet? Yeah, it kind of felt like it. Wow, okay. Two All households, right. both alike in dignity. Oh, God. Is Actually, she's... both in the same apartment complex in Carborough, North Carolina, <sighs> which is where we lay our scene. Okay, keep going. Is fantasizing about an ex a form of infidelity? Yes. No. That, but, okay, so my answer was no, but that's a red flag. Oh, is she you're right. I didn't even her. think about that one. Okay. For her. Okay, good. Keep going. Three things you dislike about being in a relationship. Ooh. Vulnerability, drama, and the process of being in a relationship. That's and good. her response, my first love's response were... Expectations, loss of independence, and having to be dependable on someone else. Ooh. I'm Yikes. giving her three. Yeah. <laughs> three red flags for that. Okay. What is your current state of mind? Nervous. Lost. There we go. She gets a right red flag on her. What? Yeah. I don't, what? I don't know that I, don't, I like I, her I don't right think now. it's that too far gone for a 20-year-old some woman to be lost in the moment. Just I don't think it was sh- lost in the moment. I think it was lost in her in life. Yeah. Yeah, give her All a right, red flag. check mark for her. Okay. Yeah. What is happiness? True love is my answer. What did my first girlfriend say? An unattainable illusion. My God. Yikes. Give her two check marks for that one. Okay, damn. Wow. This is totally the girl that I like, too. Always the girl. The unavailable one. All right, last question. What would you like to outlaw in your relationship? My answer is other people. (laughs) Wow. All right. Other people. Yes, I would like what I like for our relationship to not have other people in it. 
Uh, Reasonable request. My answer was dishonesty. I feel like you both need a check mark on that one. Yeah, I'll take that. See, this is what happens when you're 20, and I I chased that girl for so long. Ugh. I shouldn't have. I shouldn't have even filled out the second question of this book with her. But when you're 20, you don't know. You do all these crazy things for love. And Can you do the math and add the up? The check marks up? Yes. One, two, three, four, five, Uh-oh, six for air. me, five, ten, eleven, twelve for her. Yeah. Well. So she's double the red flags. Yeah. But you know what the problem is? What's the problem? The result of this is kind of the inverse, you know? Just because those are her answers, she has 12 things that are red flags, mm-hmm. doesn't mean that she loses. I should have noticed that they were red flags! I'm the loser in all of this. God <laughs> Jordan Silver and Friends News on 96.5 The Buzz. Christopher, Newsboy Minders, you got that little hat on? You are ready I to do. go? Don't let me stop you. What's going on in the news? In what will be a future forensic files episode? <gasps> you had me at that. Prairie Village police are looking for a 51-year-old woman. She was last seen in June, but uh, she wasn't reported missing until this week. The police wouldn't comment on the fact that she wasn't reported missing, but they said they're concerned about conflicting statements regarding her disappearance. Her neighbors thought she went to China to visit family. Her daughter thought she died last summer from a stroke. And the father's unable, the husband has been unable to get caught for comment on that. So, I mean... You should easily be able to prove the death records if she did die. Right. But uh, it's an ongoing investigation. Stace, you got your hands in the air. This story is nuts. I heard this last night on the news, and I'm just like, my mouth was open. My jaw was dropped the entire time. No one knows where she's at. Is she alive? Is she dead? Is she in China? Is she in Chris's basement? Who knows? Is she in Chris's basement? Can we solve this right now? I promise you she's not locked up in my basement in the cages. What about outside of the cages? <laughs> All right. Food and water. We are making a joke, Buzz family. Yes. That is a joke. Please, Please don't, don't raid, raid my Chris's house. house in Raytown at 541 <laughs> Lakeview Road. Amazon has opened its first cashierless grocery store. Where? Seattle. Where? Of course. In Se- but Seattle's big. Where you used to live. Capitol Hill? Yeah. Okay. Well, you go through the store... Pick up what you want and just leave. Everything will be charged to your Amazon Prime account, so you don't have to go through any lines to check out. You just get what you want and go. It's Okay. Yes. Does Jeff Bezos just hate people? Yes. You go. Okay. So I'm like, how do you, how are they going to check that you're not stealing things? There are hundreds of these little sensors and cameras on the ceiling monitoring you the entire time. Well, it has to. Ha- they have to. How He's... the hell are they supposed to do this cashless and cashierless? Ugh. It's so... I think it'd be kind of fun because you can pretend you're stealing. Just put it all in your shirt and like, <laughs> But you actually get charged with it, but it'd be a fun experience. Oh, my God. For those looking for a thrill. Amazon's primary mission is to get you to say Amazon every day of your life. Is that in the news story or is that, that what you... No, no, no. Is that, that, is in, that is one of their mission statements to get you to say Amazon Every single day of your life. That's it. I'm done. I'm done. I'm absolutely done with that stupid store. Fine. You can go back to the grocery store where, you know, the lady 
no matter which line you pick, always pulls out a checkbook last minute. That happened at Hy-Vee yesterday. Yeah, it happens yes. to me all the time. I swear you can't pay with a check, but some old ladies can. And Buzz family, for you Buzz freeloaders, you can pick up your pre-sale Google Bordello tickets starting tomorrow at 10 a.m. at 96.5thebuzz.com. And everyone else can get them Friday. That's right, Dan and Stacey Moody. That is why we said last week, yesterday, that you were psychic. You played Gogo Bordello for bangers. Yeah, and now they're coming to town. You're welcome. Boom. You're welcome, everybody. Catch Jordan Silver and friends from 6 to 9 on the bus. Stacey Moody, you are at a crossroads, and thank God we have Chris with us, who's been doing this for years here in Kansas City. Almost three years now. Wow. Yeah, yeah you're, the, you're the expert on mm-hmm. this. Sure am. We, um, me and AZ, we don't drink anymore because of this, uh, vagabondage. So proud of you. Yep. Everything to do in Kansas City at night, basically, um, revolves around drinking or eating. So we are trying to figure out things to do that don't involve those two things. And so this weekend I'm going to the damn rodeo, you guys, the rodeo. (laughs) That's your first option. You but chose? Let's well, be honest. It was not the first. It's what we landed on. She texted me on Friday when I was getting ready to go out, and she was watching Wheel of Fortune. Yep. So you watch the wheel now. Yes, because you don't drink. Uh, and, and nightlife does. I mean, people do go out to events sober. It's true. They that order Coca-Colas. Well, Chris does. I can't have Coca-Cola, Chris. Oh, shoot. Well, you can have water. Another water. Last night I went to an event at Boulevard, free Boulevard, all you can drink, every single one of them. Guess what I had? Guess water. what I had? Water and coffee. Was it free? Yeah. Oh, Ooh. that's a shame. That's a kid in a candy store right there. The Be- girl next to me was drinking Space Camper. Oh, that's a ah. good one. That's so good. The only reason that Stacey Moody cannot drink this is because uh, she's on a health vagabondage. Wellness vagabondage. Yes. I mean, she's getting in charge of what she puts in her mouth <laughs> and uh, carbs and all that stuff, sugar and stuff. Mm-hmm. Bad for Stacey. Um, and you're losing all this weight without having to do any, like, jogging, right? Ugh, I know, right? That's, I think that's the best part. Yeah. It really proves how important food is mm. and what you put in your body. And why you shouldn't drink beer. <laughs> well, uh, to the to the excess that I was. Right. That's the problem. Well, it's just it's, like the cars. If you put gasoline in your car, it's going to run well. If you put sugar in your car, it's going to be a big pile, a heaping pile. This is coming from the dude who has pocket candy. Pocket, what are they called? Fudge, fudge rounds. rounds. <laughs> this dude busts out a fudge round every morning and me and Jordan are eating apples. Yes. Ooh. Apple. Highlight of my day. I know. Jordan was eating a green pepper the other day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Just those eating are allowed. one. Yeah, that's disgusting, but it's allowed. Um, I was on the detox part of this health kick, and you got to do stuff like that. Yeah. I didn't realize how many times. Now when I go to the grocery store, and this is just my way of getting out of this, um, but every time I look at what I have to buy, I think of how many times I'm going to have to chew before the food is like, Small enough for me to be able to swallow it. Mm-hmm. Without chewing, I count how many times I chew. Not because I have to, but because when you take all the good taste out of food and you're, drink- you're eating just regular stuff, if you've grown up eating food for the taste, wow. All you got, all you got is how many, it's counting how many times you chew. I totally get that because if there was a program where it was just shakes only, 
I would fail miserably because I have to chew. I have to chew. Mm. I can't. You can just not do your shake that well. (laughs) And then you'll have little pieces of things to chew. Just eat the dust. Yeah. You know that you two have unlimited salads all around us outside that you can go eat, right? It's the only food that's unlimited on my plan with Slim for Life. What about you? Did you just tell us to go eat grass? Grass salad. Did he call us cows? <gasps> Jordan Silver and Friends on the bus. Every morning at 6.25-ish, we do this thing called On This Day in History and tell you about things that happened literally on this day in history. And uh, something we learned today is that back in the day, early, early music, white artists were ripping off songs. Some white artists, not all of them, obviously. Some artists, some white artists were ripping off songs from black artists who originally wrote and recorded them and then the white version was doing way better on the charts, therefore making more money, you know, and so a singer, Laverne Baker, who is one that sung Jim Dandy, you know that song? Jim Dandy to the Rescue? I've heard of it. That's her. Um, she was upset about this, which she had Rightly every right so. to be. Yeah, and so she, on this day in 1955, Five. 1955, wrote a letter to Congress and asked them to look over some old copyright laws that dealt with this. And so when we were researching this, it was, it was pretty interesting. I just Googled what songs would fit into this category, and I found some that really surprised me. More than I thought. I didn't know this. that some of these artists didn't write the original one. There are some that are we kind of know, mm-hmm. but uh, Chris, you went in and grabbed some clips from these songs. Sure did. And so let's, let's talk about them. What do you got? Okay, first one is Elvis Presley's Hound Dog, which... I thought that was one of his originals. It's yeah. not. Here's his version of it. There we go. All right. All familiar with that. Yep. And here is the original. You ain't nothing but a Big Mama Thornton. Mm. That is her name. <laughs> Oh, that's a billion times better. Downloading that right now. Um, so that whole Elvis rock and roll movement was completely ripped off. The um, black community was doing that like way before Elvis. Did like, you hear how completely. much soul was in that hound dog version? Like yeah. a millisecond of hearing that. You could hear it way better than the Elvis mm-hmm. one. Wow, Big Mama Thornton. I'm writing that down, downloading that mm-hmm, right now. All right, what else? Tootie Fruity. Okay. Fresh That's the white version. This is the safe right. white version. Yes, that's the safe white version. And the song that they made because they thought it would negatively influence their children. Right. Well, the first one was Pat Boone. Mm-hmm. That's who the, the white version was. Let's play the original one. Much better. Way better. Way better. Little Richard, that's kind of one that I knew. I think it's known that Little Mm -hmm. Richard does that one. But let's keep going. Um, These are songs that originally were written by black artists and white artists did them. And they did a lot better in the charts. And on this day in history, an artist got a hold of Congress and asked them to look up these laws, these copyright laws, and update them for this specific reason. Because somebody's ripping off their music. It's awful. Chris. What do you have next? Here it is. 
I Shot the Sheriff. This is by the Rolling Stones. I shot the sheriff, but I did not shoot the dead. That is Eric Clapton. <laughs> yeah, it is. I shot the sheriff. Yes. Eric Clapton, not the Rolling Stones. Yes, Eric Clapton doing I Shot the Sheriff. We know that. And then, of course, the original version by Mr. Marley. And the reason that we're bringing this up, it's not that we're downing the white version, but in history on this day, there was uh, an artist that this was happening and she, the copyright laws weren't protecting the black artists. So she asked Congress to take a look into that. Um, let's keep going. What else have you found from artists? We have uh, Cherry O' Cherry. This is by the Rolling Stones. <laughs> oh, Cherry O' Cherry Oh, baby. Okay, so Rolling Stones did Cherry O' Cherry, and then the original version done by Eric Donaldson. So much more soul. Yeah. I mean, I never liked the covers where bands just did the same exact thing. It's karaoke, you know? Mm-hmm. If you have your own style as a band and then you take a song from someone else and then turn it into your own style then that is a cover but other than that it's just karaoke and really that was karaoke minus the soul (laughs) all right here is tainted love by soft cell What? That is the worst quality I have ever heard in anything we have put on this radio station. Where did you get that from? That was from? the original uh, demo that they had released to the studios. Okay. That's the original version of that song. Okay. Before it got all electrified. Okay. And here is uh, Gloria. Gloria, Gloria. Gloria Jones. Yes. The original, ver- the original version of Tainted Love. And this just keeps going on and on and on and on and on. Um, just wanted to give some examples of that. Give some credit to the artists that wrote the music, obviously, and uh, originally recorded it. Can we one more time hear the Elvis by Elvis Hound Dog Please. and then Big Mama Thornton? God, this is so different. You ain't nothing but a hound dog. Stream Jordan Silver and Friends 6 to 9 on the Radio.com app. Wednesday show's over. What? How? I don't know. I feel like it went by so fast. Wasn't it just like 620? Yeah, but yeah, I'll take it. I mean, right? Because Buzz Family is almost over. Yeah, and then Buzz Family needs their 90s at 9. Um, well, tomorrow on the show, we have a couple guests. I'll get to that at some point. But uh, Forgotten Bangers. Hey, you remember who won last week? It was me. Mm. I won. Yeah, we know. Not only that, you predicted with who you played. Did you have any insider information about Gogo Bordello coming to town? Other than my psychic abilities. No. That was just surprising. You play Gogo Bordello, they decide to announce that they're playing a tour. Yeah, for the first time in like 90 years, they're coming coming to Kansas City. Yeah, so the text line is full of bands, of people requesting bands, because they think that you have a psychic power. Uh. Buzz Family thinks you have a psychic power. They're like, Stacey, play Bleachers for bangers. Um, 
Well, like I said, I think yesterday, if I'm going to, if if I have that power, I'm playing deer hunter. <sighs> deer hunter's coming back to town. It's been so long. That's so selfish of you. That's so Stacey Moody of you. Yeah, exactly. Thanks for downloading the podcast and hanging out with us today. If you want to see what's going on when the show's not on air, follow Jordan Silver on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Jordan Silver. That's J-O-R-D-I-N Silver. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.